podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to the Basketball Leadership Podcast. Here are your hosts, Steve Collins and Greg Berg. Hey, Coach. Welcome to the Basketball Leadership Podcast. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Um, before we jump in, I'd just like to give a big shout out. First of all, to Coach Berg's site. He was so nice and kind of jumping in and doing this podcast with me. It's gberge.gumroad.com. Go over and check it out. He's got his team, lead, team leader OS, which is awesome. Rocks, I'm just telling you. But he's got his all sorts of free preseason checklists, leadership things. Go over and check it out. Um, and then go also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, I would put it up 14 day free, free trial. We, you don't, you can go and kick the tires around and look at everything and look at the preseason course and the offseason course and everything that you need to become a better basketball coach. That's how much I believe in this uh, resource. It's something I would have wanted as a young coach. I think it's something that you'll want. So go over and check it out and let's head off to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Basketball Leadership Podcast. First week of the season for Coach Collins. Not me. I'm just gearing up. <laughs> um. Anyway, sleepless nights have begun. I told my. I always tell my wife this time of year. I said, "I'll see you in March. I'll see you in March." Isn't like, that the truth? <laughs> my first year coaching is an empty nester, so that's going to be. It's uh, both of us. I know we could do a whole podcast on that. It's like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Time, coach. I'm not going to have to go watch my daughter's basketball games on my off nights. Well, I'll tell you a story before we run it. We talk about EGVs and energy bus and leadership and all this. Is I like when my son was coming up and I was coaching him. I couldn't find no one in our youth organization would coach his age group. I had to coach not only the varsity team, but my son's six, was it six or yeah, it was no seventh and eighth grade years. So oh, wow. it was like, I, I mean, those years are still a blur. It's like, cause I had to work both schedules so I could do both. And it's like, I'm glad I did it, but like, Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I coached my daughter's youth team growing up and my son's for a while. I had some help though. So we were pretty lucky. Yeah. It was me solo me like, Oh, <laughs> it's like, all right, we don't play on this weekend. We can go to tournament heat. It's like, Oh my goodness. I'll bet they um, played good defense in seventh and eighth grade. They did. And they were very good defensively by the time they were seniors. Um, That's the thing when you coach, uh, when you're a coach yourself and you coach at a young age, those kids know how to defend. They do. All right. So we're <laughs> going to talk about EGBs, energy bus, and leadership. So let's jump in. Like a lot of people don't know what EGBs are. Why don't we talk? Yeah. About you know, that? and I didn't know what EGBs were. I mean, I knew energy, but EGBs is a term that came up in the in last year's NCAA tournament. I don't know if you heard it, but no. You know, I, I was, and I'll kind of backtrack a little bit. So I read the energy bus to my team the first practice of the season. So we're coming up in a, in a week and I'm going to read the summary of the book to them because it's one of my three main pillars for our team. I, I have a no deposit, no return, meaning you're going to get out of basketball what you put into it. I want positive energy givers and I want team first kids. Those are the three things that matter more to me than anything else. And so I'll talk about the energy bus quick and then I'll tie it in with EGBs. But if, if you haven't read the book or haven't looked at it, I just encourage you to do it. In a nutshell, here's the summary of the book. George is miserable, unhappy with his life. He's not happy at home with his wife and kids, doesn't like his job. His car breaks down. He has to take the bus to work. 
As he's taking the bus to work, his car keeps getting delayed and not getting fixed in time. So George is on this bus for like a week or two. After a few days of being on this bus, George realizes he's a little bit happier when he gets to work. And then he's a little bit happier when he gets home. He doesn't know why. When he reflects on it, it's because there's this bus driver named Joy that greets him and says, morning, sugar, and is you know real positive and upbeat and high energy. And it changes George's mindset and his whole attitude when he goes to work. So this goes on for like two weeks. And eventually George's car gets fixed. And George's uh, life starts changing in those two weeks. Like he's just a happier person. And so he decides to not uh, go and take his car to work anymore. And he keeps taking the bus. And over months of taking the bus, his life changes. He gets a promotion at his job. His relationship at home with his kids and wife is way better. And it's a life-changing event for him. And the moral of the story is um, one person and their energy that they bring to a environment can change everybody. And so I share this with my team because the one thing we do not put up with is negative energy because negative energy, and you know, this coach one, and we talked about the bad apple earlier, one player with negative energy can sabotage a team and energy is contagious. And so what can we do to build uh, positive energy with our team. It's a long season. I want energy givers. I want leaders that have positive energy. So we set the tone with this book each and every year. Now, how does this tie into the EGBs? NCAA tournament. I'm watching it last spring. They're interviewing one of these coaches at halftime. Coach goes, uh, yeah, you know, that they were down. And the coach goes, yep, I'm not happy. Our EGBs are down. We need to, we need to get that corrected by second half. I'm going to go in. We're talking about your EGBs. Then I watch another game later and another coach brings up the term EGBs. Well, then they started talking about it and it's energy giving behaviors. And so what they're doing is they're tracking the Steve Nash study. They're tracking the touches, the high fives, the fist pumps, but they're also tracking charges drawn, loose balls. All of these things are positive energy basketball plays that impact the team. And so these coaches are starting to track these as stats and they're finding the more energy EGBs they have in a game, there's a correlation whether you win or not and the success you have. And it's something that we can control. And so EGBs mean energy given behaviors. As we start our winter season, it's something I think good coaches have to focus on. How do we get our kids to buy into EGBs, to buy into positive energy? How do we make that contagious because it has a huge impact on us winning or not. How do you how do you track them? Do you track them in practice? Do you track them during a game? Do you physically track them or you just watch? I, I can tell you what I'm doing this year. I mean, I heard this phrase. We've we've always talked about energy. We've talked about, I give them the Steve Nash study every year. I'm, I'm a small school. We don't have a lot of stat people to do a lot of stuff, but I'm taking one of my stat. Uh, we have usually a couple of girls each year that help us do stats. I'm going to take one of them. And we're going to track uh, the touches piece. I'm going to try to track the touches. And I'm also going to pick um, a few basketball-related energy plays and track them. It could be diving on a loose ball. It could be drawing a charge. It could be um, an extra pass. It could be whatever, a Gretzky pass, whatever it may be. But um, I want to measure it because what gets measured gets done. It does. And what you emphasize, they'll do. It's more like – so I'm just (laughs) – I'm just trying to think of the people that I have sometimes keeping stats. I got to keep it simple. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he's laughing, uh, you know, cause they might not be able to know a Gretzky pass. Um, 
so easy as they took a charge. That's an easy one for anybody listening. That's an easy one. I think diving on the floor after a loose ball is an easy one because everyone, I mean, grandma knows that. I mean, those are two easy energy ones. Offensive rebound could be one. An offensive rebound. Yes. I Yes. Because offensive rebounding is one of those basketball things that takes a, those, there's special people that do that. Like yep. we emphasize that in our program. I have a rule. If you get an offensive rebound, you can do whatever you want with it. I said, you can throw it up to the stands and give it to mom if you want. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Because, and that's what I'm saying. There's no bad shot after an offensive rebound. So some of the kids Your really possession. go after them hard. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that. Because touches, I think, are more like, again, for the stats people, I think touches will be okay to see kind of um, points. I think points would be a, an energy. Yeah. You know, you just score, got a pass, a point. Um, Getting transition, you're pointing to your teammates where to go. That's a leadership thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or even after an extra pass or things like that. Um, yeah. So, oh, you know, Steve Nash averaged 239 touches a game. Oh, that's that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of touches. So, it, you have to pick what you want to track because I mean, right. We already came up with four or five of them chart. And the problem with charges is there aren't that many opportunities. No. So that's no. I wouldn't even count that as one to be honest with you. I'd put it on the list, but I mean, in a good game, you're maybe taking two or tr- trying to take two or three, maybe. Depending. But it, it could be bench involvement in the game too. You know, your bench has a role and, and maybe every time they stand up or whatever it may be that, you know, is valuable to you is an energy thing. Maybe it has to do when kids go in the game and, you know, you high five the guy coming out. I mean, little things. I don't know, but uh, we're going to talk about it. How do you how do you do check in? How do I do check in? Yeah, like when a kid checks in, what do you do? Like we we have them take a towel. We have them talk to them. We have them give a high five. And because we want to know matchups, we want to know what we're in. We want to know all that. Um, and we always do a towel because then I always know there's five players on the floor. <laughs> we don't, <laughs> I'm being yeah. real. Like, <laughs> yeah, we don't, I mean, I don't do a towel. I, we don't have a problem with the family. No, but the- it's more like they're connecting that. So yeah, I, it- I read something on this at some point. It's a connection. I am connecting with you. You're coming out. Here's your towel. Who do you got? Yep. Blah, 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 blah. I like um, that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's that it's the, that's where I read it. It's like, yeah, you're right. It's never, I don't think I've ever seen six players on <laughs> yeah. five years, but um, it's more like I got you good luck, blah, blah, blah. Here's your towel. High five. <laughs> where are we in? And some, because to be honest with you, sometimes they're not always paying super duper great attention <clears throat> about what's going on. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, I, I, I try to talk to the guy before they go in and I make sure they know what we're in, who they're guarding, you know, all that type of stuff. But other than the high five going in for their buddy, um, I don't do a lot of formal stuff with that. But I like the towel. I like the connection piece a lot. Yeah, because it's like you, we're one group. It's like you're yep. helping them, hopefully, you know, and then they're going to go get their water bottle. And then when we come out, we go all the way down the line and give high fives all the yep. way down the line. Yep. Um, And these are the expectations you got to talk about with your team, right? Like this is part of culture, which we'll talk about down the road here, but um, you got to lay out those expectations for your team and, and they have to know what you expect. Right. Oh yeah. And it's like, well, here's what you do. You go down the line and then you come back and sit next to coach Olson, which is because I'm usually standing. It's like, here's where you go. Because then usually there's some coaching going on. Like, Hey, remember this and blah, blah, blah. And like, 
we're just giving you a quick blow here. Look, you look tired, da, 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 whatever it is. You just yep. want to have, you want to have another reconnect too. Um, yep. So that's, again, we'll, we'll dive into that when we do culture. All right. Anything else on EGBs and energy bus coach? Oh, we can go a lot deeper, but that's a quick overview of you. For right. everyone. Yep. And then remind them of the, where they can go find you on Gumroad. So you can find all this free stuff. <laughs> uh, a lot of free stuff, a lot of books, uh, G, uh, my last name, Berg, B-E-R-G-E dot gumroad.com. All right. Go check it out till next week.